Welcome back <laughs> to Third Pedal Podcast, episode number six. 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 We're at number six. Yep. Wow. Oh, we, Dad, say six. We said six three times. Six. Oh, thank okay. you. All right, cool. We're good. Almost Just so we all know what six. episode we're on. has got a little bit possessed there. <laughs> so we're in a different location today. Um, we are at Tyler's Place, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Ginger Husky Recording Studio. Yeah. If you want to talk a little bit about that, what do you oh, do? <laughs> sure. Um, so on the side of my uh, full-time job, I currently stream uh, on Twitch and Facebook and make videos on YouTube uh, and Twitter. Kind of do everything right now. Um, but yeah, I just stream video games and also do like just chatting and just kind of hang out and trying to build a cool community of people. So you guys can check me out there. Uh, name is Ginger Husky with a one instead of the I. So uh, give me a follow those places if you're into all sorts of different video games or if you just want to catch up. I even talk about cars on stream, too. So you can find me there. All right. Seems like a conflict of interest. You can't talk about cars yeah. on there. I can't. We need to not compete against Bet. our... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor, we need to talk about that a little bit. No, I wish, I wish you could Cuts see camera, that on the camera because the gaming setup right outside the frame is, is pretty legit, legit. Pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. Like it's pretty granite awesome. table. Yeah. All matching Corsair stuff. It's dope. Yeah, maybe we'll post a, a photo of it or something. Went a little, little overboard on it, but yeah. you know, <laughs> it was like it's kind of like when you add up the car. Like I've done this on my nine forty four before, and it's very depressing to be like, oh, I wonder how much money I put in this car. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. to go through all that, and then you're like, oh, that's so much more than the car's worth. And like, you, like <laughs> yeah. when we were over here last time, and you're like, yeah, I wonder how much money I put into the setup, and you're just kind of going through it like, like yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize how much it was until I like close to the number. Finally, <laughs> yeah, it was more than I wanted it to be. Let's just say that. But I mean, it's been like probably two years in the making so it's not crazy but yeah. it's enough if you're gonna do it do it right yeah yeah definitely <laughs> that's the mantra you've raised this way <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah <laughs> so we, well i know we wrapped up uh last episode with dad you were talking about a story i think with a radio jammer or something like that oh r- real uh, quick yeah. before, before we hop into that we oh. missed a big part of why we're here right now oh because it's true that it's your studio but you've got other news to share too which is super exciting oh uh-huh. yeah um so I became a dad last week. Woo! Yeah. Very suddenly. <laughs> Very it was uh, baby showed up two weeks early, which was a welcome surprise. Um, we got to the birthing center within seven minutes of baby being born. So it was kind of kind of get close. Just in time. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. But yeah, so I've been very tired. But uh, super blessed. Baby's been absolutely awesome. Mom, my wife's absolutely mm-hmm. killing it with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just kind of getting used to being a, a little family now. And it's also real bizarre. Like now you know taking care of a little human it's wild but loving every moment of it <laughs> yep, so we're camped out in his basement so if he needs to leave take yeah. care of baby for a little bit yeah, yeah. we have that if option he dashes out we know why yeah mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah he's on the end he's got the escape route yeah <laughs> but anyway so sorry you were talking about uh yeah so music. there was the uh i think we how we wrapped up last podcast you were talking about a guy with radio jammer or you mentioned in the podcast something like that i said save it for the next time yeah, yeah. <laughs> well this so, is yeah. next time this is next time. <laughs> we are here. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to do is correct a really terrible mistake I had made. <laughs> oh, I, feel, I feel silly. I don't even want to say senior moment because I'm not that far. You're a grandpa now. <laughs> so. Yeah, I am a grandpa now. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would. I was mentioning stories last time about Essington Road and, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff. And there's just a couple things I wanted to correct, I guess. Uh, one is. It wasn't Essington Road. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't even the road. <laughs> that was a road to get there, but oh. and, and there were some things happening on Essington Road every once in a while. It went, you know, thirty-eight years ago. <laughs> wow, was um, 
you know, there, it wasn't like it is now with all the residential areas and whatnot. It was out in the cornfields and, um, but that Essington road led to 52, which led over to Hobalt road. That was the road. Oh, okay. Hobalt road is the one that goes out in front of, um, uh, Joe junior college and all that. And so, and then leads to rock run, which we didn't talk about rock run. Maybe no. that's some other time when we want to talk about trucks and big four wheel drives. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah uh, that's right. Uh, that was an awesome place to go and where I broke the front axle of my blazer in half jumping it. <laughs> and, uh, we can save that story. But, uh, and the other thing I, I kind of implied that the cops told us to go down and race. And yeah. I didn't want to, I don't want to, I have the utmost respect for our police forces and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. And they did not tell us that it was just kind of an unspoken understood thing that they didn't yeah, like do it here safely. It's like they knew kind of knew that we were down there, but yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so I just, didn't want to just want to make that so they weren't like clear. facilitating the racist no 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 okay <laughs> yeah. that's how i pictured it was like yeah using his police flashlight yeah no i just wanted to make sure that yeah start kind of sounded like i was implying that that they were almost facilitating it and anyway so it wasn't quite the wild wild west back in not not back in the day you're not that old okay wasn't like mad max racing on the highways yeah but no, so, so this, uh, this radio so jammer back story. Back to the, the hobbyist. Yeah, this guy, I'll, I'm going to generalize the story for smart, probably many people's sakes. But anyway. <laughs> Wait, can um, I just say something real quick? Sure. The hobbyist is the coolest name for someone. I feel like it's like one of the secret movies, uh, the secret agent movies, and you have like the specialist. And then it's like flashes like the hobbyist. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah, blacklist yeah. episode, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't do right, anything bad. Right. He just has a lot of projects that he doesn't finish. <laughs> 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 Right, right. I'm still working oh, on that funny. turbo swap. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, this uh, this was a pretty neat and interesting story. I, I, the um, there was a ham radio, you know, Heathkit kind of dude in a in a town in the Midwest, we'll say, and um, he was challenged at some point in one of the club meetings to. Uh, he was kind of bragging about, and then subsequently challenged, say, saying he could build. Uh, radar jammer from parts from radio shack when radio shack was still a thing that oh. kind of dates me as well um <laughs> used to work there college job um and uh and he did it he uh built a uh, jammer and used it and you know obviously the radars and stuff the police used back then were way different different mm-hmm. technology not laser based and so on um but yeah he did it cruised up and down a uh uh unnamed highway in the midwest um and proved that it worked and then the story gets very interesting after that because uh, apparently our government and agencies that look for illegal frequencies and radio communications and whatnot happened to be uh scanning the area for that at the time and uh and this is as the story goes and uh he uh by the time he supposedly ran this circuit um, and took the whatever it was 12 minutes to get back to his uh, driveway there was already a uh, black suburban waiting for him oh wow and then the the rest of the story goes that you know mysteriously he was not seen again you know so to speak he the uh his house got sold the neighbors were like what? you know what? what happened to bill and his name was not bill just you know he was uh might have been well, might be yeah, now. well i don't it's know if it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um because what he did was obviously or uh, i mean it, it was a federal offense probably wow. still is today and um 
Well, I imagine to, the police aren't super happy with people interfering with their equipment. To yeah, stop people. right, right. Are you saying yeah. that part's the federal offense or doing these like weird frequencies? I think the fact that you were elite, you know, jamming rate, jamming radar and, and true, elite, you know, speeding. And I knew it wasn't whatever. great. I didn't know it was a federal offense. Yeah. I don't have a jammer. I, so. Jake's just like, I, I gotta stop. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go work on something. In my I'm car just going to blur my face from here on out. <laughs> yeah. None of my so, cars go fast enough to need a radar jammer. So yeah, right. Be real. <laughs> So yeah, that you know, we just hope. I guess the assumption is that he, making sure we're still recording, <laughs> that um, you know, I hope anyway that we if he did, if he did get arrested and whatnot, that he's uh, hopefully he took all that knowledge and he's using it for our armed forces and good stuff and making. Yeah, maybe they scooped him and they're cool like, electronic we stuff for our guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, kind of a interesting little story in the small Midwest town that you know, it's awesome. The, the hobbyist creates this thing and then he's scooped up by. That's crazy. Uh, it's yeah, and house like, sold, gone. And, you know, it was <laughs> yeah, uh, not. There was just it was just him and this. You know, just a single guy in the neighborhood there. And that's so and crazy. He's gone and uh, yeah, like I said, I hope he's doing kind of a cool story. But that know, is kind of cool. The more story. you talk about it, the more I feel like it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, still here. <laughs> we aren't. <laughs> You're undercover. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That's awesome. So anyway, so that cool. was the general. I, I generalized it a lot for obvious reasons everybody said also because um, you don't want suburbans to show up here for sharing too much about right. the story yeah. so. you know we're here where we are in ohio right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i'm really glad we're at tyler's house right now guys <laughs> tennessee address is like, thanks, thanks a lot dad <laughs> in tennessee. Yeah. cool no thanks for sharing that story i feel like yeah. the i feel like we could just have you on consistently and talk about just crazy stuff because we haven't yeah. even touched on like crazy dirt bike stories. I forgot yeah. about the yeah, some thing. Like, neat things to share about. We'll have to touch on that. those later because we've yeah. got some yeah. fun. We could talk about our go-kart story at some point. Yeah, too. we should get Absolutely. some, um, maybe in a future episode, next couple ones, we'll do like an off-road edition kind of thing. There we go. That'd and because I know I'm talking yeah. about building my truck in like a pre-runner or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, yeah. I can talk about rock run real quick. That, that yeah. area yeah. that off-roads can and go. I can talk about the one time I cried in the Jeep when we tried to take it off-road his jeep <laughs> yeah oh yeah back behind the, the hill behind the yeah. shop remember did you cry yeah. did you cry yeah dude okay we got it <laughs> all right let's save these notes yeah for we'll get time. in there yeah. that's awesome Write that's that a good down. start for that <laughs> so we said we wanted to talk about franken builds next yeah um, some of these abominations like that i couldn't find the one but that the miata supra like the what are they the maziota supriata can't hurt you yeah kind of a thing. <laughs> and then it was like a meme about it it's um, not real. But you found some pretty crazy ones that you yeah, wanted to share. Yeah, sure. you guys want to open this thing up. Oh, let, let me do a video here first. Which one are we doing? Uh, The Bimarola. Okay. The Bimarola. So I'm going to open up the video. I'll play it for you. Oh, what is this? Don't look at it yet. I'm going to look at your here, yeah, oh, video at first. Screen. I should I've read it. I've a BMW i8 ever since I was 12 years old. So I worked and I worked and I worked until one day in 2019 when I realized I was too poor to afford one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the intro. So look at this thing. It's a... Oh, no. He says it's a 2008 BMW 1M sedan Corolla edition. <laughs> oh, no. Corolla what? Oh, so it's a rebadged Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> rebadged? <laughs> <laughs> dude i like that i like the chart like this much corolla yeah <laughs> so did he did he just put the grills in the yeah they're zip tied in if you zoom in <laughs> <laughs> they're zip tied in look at that dude. true rebadge fashion i like his euro plate on the front right bimarola yeah 
Oh my gosh. So I saw this thing like going viral on, I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok or something like that. And I'm like, there's no way this is, I thought it was Photoshopped at first, right? Because it's got like the halo headlights right. and like all of that right. stuff, like E46 nice. grills and all of that. Mm-hmm. Just ridiculous. Dude, you know what I, I think I hate about this the most? I accidentally liked it. Is the fact that I don't hate it. Like <laughs> no. it actually no. kind of works. No. Okay, but I'm like compared to a normal Corolla, and then you have that. Like it looks better than a Corolla. No, I don't know. Man. Stop. I mean, Stop. we can we can hate it as much as we want, but isn't this kind of what Toyota just did with the Supra? No, <laughs> it was foreshadowing. <laughs> this guy was like, "Hey, oh, boy. they oh, just man. did it." So I mean, why can't I do it? Dude, they just copied his homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, unpopular. Well take a quick detour here i don't actually think like i've thought that the corollas with the they have the body kits like the corolla s or something from yeah. that year i don't think they look that bad like i think they're a lot bad. of there's a lot of toyotas that i think their body design looks really good mm-hmm. but then they just make them into like economy cars like they don't have much yeah. fun with yeah. them they just well, kind of here's the thing with them too i mean toyota obviously has a good history of good cars they have the yeah. even the suvs they make that are pretty cool mm-hmm. um but they've got the Supra. They got the Corolla A86. Yep. That was like super classic mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Well, they and, used to have those like Celica GTSs that were like yeah. a rally and stuff. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. And they actually are bringing back um, all-wheel drive to some of their models too. Really? So they've got the new yeah. um, Camry XSE or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's either a four-cylinder turbo or a V6. Okay. Um, shiftable automatic, so like paddle shifted. Yeah. All-wheel drive. Mm. Like it's not that far from a an yeah. Audi at that point, right? Right. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. even like, looking at the inside of some, like the new Avalons and Corollas, and stuff, like the phenomenal. interior of them are ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, their designing is great. Yeah, yeah. They, they make them look super sweet. And there's mm-hmm. people who mod them out and stuff, and they yeah. they sound pretty cool too. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. I've always thought that like even that that year from this Bimarola thing, like that yeah. year of Corolla, I'm like, looks not bad. Like they it's did not a bad that year of car. All, like all the American cars kind of looked right, like the Chevys, real and the Dodges and stuff. bad. Didn't look yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah well, it's had- like a, a really good like first car, for example, right? Mm-hmm. If you want, like, w- why is that much different than a like a Civic, for example, right? So you got like a five speed manual. It's yep. front wheel drive. It's a little four cylinder. It's going to be super reliable. Yeah. Well, and for and- most people not sitting at this table, front wheel drive is preferred in like bad right. weather and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. We yeah. We just like to oversteer. Yeah. <laughs> we like to slide around and stuff. So. So you had some other stuff that you wanted to show? Yeah. So if we scroll down in the notes here and we'll oh, okay, put the photo okay. up, we have a 1969 Dodge Charger with a oh, what? Oh, don't hurt Honda K20 <laughs> four cylinder swap from the. Um, oh, I'm done. I think it's I'm, a I'm K20. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like unplug this thing. I'm. I'm here. <laughs> I can't do it. What was the climbs over the table? <laughs> what was the size of the motor that was in your Charger? Uh, in well, liters. In liters, a 400. It was the Chrysler 400 I wound up putting in it, so that's a 6.6 liter. <laughs> and this is and this is yeah. what? Um, yeah, I'm finding or is it, it right 2.0. Now. 2.0. So you had so three of these. It's the, the, it's the <laughs> little more than three of these. <laughs> it's the beefier Honda motor for oh, these four yeah. cylinders. This was out of the S2000, I want to say. Okay, okay. Someone can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong on that, but um, yeah. So they're fitting this. It's actually wow. a 68 Charger fitting this little little uh, engine in there. Why? Why? Well, they can well, make a lot of question. power. Maybe we should, call, instead of Franken builds, we should just call this why. So, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Um, I don't know if they're going to go. This is early in the build. I just got this screenshot. Wow. I don't yeah. know if they're going to be yeah. doing like a full like JDM kind of look on the charger, which would kind of hurt. I oh, mean, that, that would really hurt. Good, though. Like mm-hmm. if they did it right, 
it could that be could look it could really be kind of nice. cool. Yeah, it could look really cool. There's yeah. a fine line that they got to balance yeah, to pull really that off. Yeah, really fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, can you just see the charger pulling or like say, say you see it at a car show, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, it's interesting. It's got like BBS wheels. Like I don't usually see that on chargers, right? Yeah. And it's got right. like Alcantara interior or like <laughs> yeah. whatever stuff like that. And then they're like, dude, pop the hood, man. Let's see what you got. Like I'm assuming you've got a Hellcat under here, right? <laughs> you know, most yeah. most old chargers, they swap right. in like a cool new motor. Pops up and it's like, ying, ying, ying. Dude, so many people would be so mad. Yeah. I mean, those S2000s, though, they can pump some mad horsepower out of those with a big turbo supercharger and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it could be it could be pretty cool. Well, let's wait and see. Hopefully, we can bring that back on a later episode. You be like, okay, it turned out fine, I guess. <laughs> you hear, you hear, you see this big charger blow up. You're like, oh, it's good BBSs. What's going on? And you just hear this. Nah. That actually doesn't that sound actually that sounds bad. nice. Yeah. Sounds nice, but I would never think let's of that. Let's edit in an audio. I was not on the 69 Charger. 68 Charger, yeah. Yeah, never mind. That sounded pretty good. Okay, good job, Charger Swap people. <laughs> yeah. So, another one here, if you guys scroll down straight below that one, um, pretty sweet modded wow. out Mustang with a big old supercharger. Um, I think they may have installed it wrong, though. Yeah, wait, isn't that the it's, isn't that the pulley? Isn't it the not front? Up? It's just glued on the hood. Wait, what? <laughs> ah, that's. <laughs> Got like oh, a modified man. horn, probably for look the, this. <laughs> the sound, crazy. supercharger sound. There's no like you look at the intake part on the back, or where it's supposed to push it, the PSI through. It's just open. Well, does it? Oh, is that what? Is this a rear? Like it charges out the rear, or is this one that's supposed to go directly on the manifold? This. Oh, it's probably right on the manifold. That's why the intake. Tell. That would be. Yeah, you're right. That's why the, the intake. Manifold, yeah. <laughs> It's just glued on. Good job, dude. I can tell by the American flag sticker across the top of his windshield and the green Viper stripes on his head. Yeah, Yeah. just on the hood. Yeah, like you want to race, bro? I'm like, yeah, probably. It's probably a V6 at this point. Yeah. If they're, yeah. they're gluing a supercharger. Yeah. Or is that four cylinder that they released? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not new enough for that. Doesn't no. look like. Yeah. Dude, so what is Eco this last thing that you shared? Okay. Here? Oh, wait. What's what, next me. on my list? Let's see. Oh, the E30. Did you guys know that um, BMW made a truck out of the E30? Because <laughs> I didn't. I don't think not. they did either. But, <laughs> but somebody did. I think BMW's learning of it right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I think this is a, it looks like a Toyota wow. Tacoma. I want yeah, to like say. an older one. Yeah, older mm-hmm. truck, which just happens to be the same size, unless they did. Like the the, the body bot- work is pretty amazing. It actually it really is. Nice. It's pretty that good, top yeah. line. You can tell the bottom line doesn't line up off the door there. It's right. got to be like an old, what are those, the hundreds or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they just got the E30. That's awesome. Like, well, look how good the fender blends with the door. There. It's is ridiculous. That, I know. I kind of I mean, like it. It's I not, not mad. Well, because not the, the worst oh, I didn't thing even see that. Seen. Yeah, the fender line goes right with the door line. Yeah, they the blended it in. Yeah. Nice. It looks really nice. Well, I've been. Hmm. This is this is funny because I actually really like this because recently, um, I know why it's a thing, but like when we're so we're selling our sport wagon, we're gonna yeah. get into like an SUV, um, and then we want to get a truck as like the fourth car, um, and uh, I was looking like I was looking at stuff, and there's you know there's like Toyota trucks, there's Dodge, there's Chevy, stuff like that. And I'm like, man, why can't I find anything European? Like, there's no European yeah. trucks at all. At that nothing in the states Not i know here. there's stuff the right. there's yeah. stuff worldwide and i get that that's like what the market demands here so there's no reason in like mm-hmm. the early 2000s that they're importing trucks and stuff but it was really it was weird to me because like i never really had given that much thought until i was looking for it i'm like oh it literally is like an f-150 a chevy 1500 or a dodge ram 1500 and then like tundras yeah and mm-hmm. that's it it's and yeah. there's that weird yeah. like honda thing yeah, yeah. the honda <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know ridge line yeah, yeah. 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 I want one of the the Volkswagen ones though. I think they're in Mexico. Kills yeah, 
Those are because they're not even in Canada, right? Aren't no. they just in Mexico? Yeah, just Mexico. But yeah, they got the and diesel four the motion. Coolest freaking yeah. truck. They're, yeah. they're cool. pretty cool. I told yeah. Chloe, I was like, we should just get a ticket. They go. look just <laughs> like a Jetta. Yeah. But then they got a truck bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like it's, it's my so car. weird to look at. Well, have yeah. you seen? There are well, kits for these that like the, do they call them Utes out there? Like UTE? I don't know. I think yeah. so. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. The kit yep. that people do it to like, they do it to Mark IV Jettas all the time where they'll like put the truck bed in the back. Like I've seen, they've done it to like 944s and like basically El Camino eyes like anything. Oh, sure. Yeah. But make your truck car thing. Oh, yeah, they're pretty I cool. I wouldn't want to. Oh, no. This thing is neat. Oh, speaking of, I actually, this is the greatest segue. I didn't even plan this at all. Speaking of truck cars, um, so I have the opposite. So this is adding a truck bed um, to a car, right? That's what this BMW is. Um, Do you all remember that? Huh? The Volkswagen Rabbit truck. I was going to say, oh, yeah, that's, from right. the, that's like, we the, did get that's one. like yeah. the proper yeah. version of that car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those are rad. I, that would be if those had any power at all, they'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, he has more horsepower than Tyler's first car, though. Hey, hey. okay, hey. okay. <laughs> so on this, so on this truckizing cars. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys go to that link that I shared in there, the twenty-four hours of lemons. Oh one, yeah, let's pull that up. Yeah, check it out. So there's some there's something to scroll to that you can't unsee. Um, all of them you can't unsee. <laughs> oh, They're pretty wow. Rough. Like the one. Do you see the one in the center? The the wagon one the with the oreo, oreo? <laughs> <laughs> okay so scroll down what? one Wait, two it's a, three it's four, four. It's a okay. red wagon. so go to the fourth one what it's beneath this truck that says goat wait goat oh my gosh so this dude i, is I didn't even recognize what that was 1983 poor chevy step size <laughs> a poor chevy step come on what in the world that's yeah, amazing. chevy v8 swap it is a 944 inside so they did like the v8 swap like a lot of guys do but apparently went a little bit too far they didn't know you could just do the engine and they did the entire front clip of the truck look how they cut the look hood. at the the rear sides wood and the wood spoiler yeah. in the back yeah, yeah. What Look at the, the world. so they cut the hood in the middle because I'm sh- assuming they had to shrink the width. Yes, for oh, sure. Yeah. And, I, oh, and then yeah. they cut oh, I never the bumper that too. Before. It's actually really well done. <laughs> Surprisingly, is it bad that I kind of love it? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, w- I legitimately would drive this. Now you want to? I mean, I would finish it. it. Guys, like, zoom in on that picture. Look at how happy the little like that looks like a GTSD <laughs> or something is behind him. <laughs> it's like, Wee! yeah. There's yeah, some pretty right. If you scroll through the one right below it, I'm oh, pretty sure. Like a Datsun 240. I think the one below it is a. That's Volvo. A, that's an E36. Wait, what are you yep. talking about? Oh, we are the one right oh. below with the camper bed. No, it's what? Yeah, that that's is, an E36 for sure. Uh, no way. Hey, it E36 is. You're right. You're sedan. right. Wow. Are you sure? They bumped up the hood to make it fit the mm-hmm. Cadillac or whatever. Oh, whatever grill that is. <laughs> Tyler, yeah. scroll further. There's a F40 clone. <laughs> an F40 clone. <laughs> it's called the WTF40. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I see it. The yeah. Rats and racing. <laughs> Wait, is that a built on a Datsun 210ZX? Oh, I don't dude. I think that's the wrong name. <laughs> Grandpa Holly. No, wrong. that's not a typo, it says. Keep scrolling down. There's wow. Grandpa Holly's car hitting a corner hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. What is it? What Bro, is I want to be a part of this so bad. This is awesome. <laughs> I kind of want that. This is great. WTF 40. Wow. Yeah, I forget what the rules are for this race, but there's not a lot. <laughs> I can't imagine there are many. Oh, there's a Passat. the Cadillac carrying the dragster? Yeah, I just saw that. Scroll further. There's a 911 with a were... Passat back end on Yeah, it. I just saw that. Or Passat front end on the back. Dude, this kind of, this is like that, this is like that photo. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we got to, we got to so add backwards. this into the podcast. This is the, yeah. this is doing the exact same thing to me as the truck that you sent with the V8 in the, the bed and the backwards truck. The Franken- okay, Dude, this is yeah. perfect for Frankenbell. Yeah. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Pull that up. Pull that up. That thing was confused. I showed it to Chloe's dad. We were over there and uh, I showed it to him and he's like, 
what are what are we looking at right now? Yeah, like, I don't Dude, know. It messes with it your weird. mind so it takes much. You, it took a few pictures to figure out what was actually happening. Yeah, there. same. That's well, exactly what happened here because I definitely hot, thought this was hot, going the hot. other way. Pretty exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, there's some wild stuff in here. I kind of want to. So, what do we got to do to enter this race? There's okay. <laughs> there, I think there are like rules as far as uh, here we go prices prices and rules. Yo, one time oh, entry no. is we're doing this fourteen thirty. <laughs> if we can get some sponsorship, <laughs> yeah. Uh, additional drivers rules. Here we go. Racing is exceedingly taxing, both physically and mentally. The longer you remain in the car, the more intense this taxation may be. Okay. Eligibility. Here we go. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Entry limit to mass-produced four-wheeled vehicles legal for U.S. highway use at the time of their manufacture. Vehicles must be acquired and prepared for a maximum of $500. No kidding. They must meet all safety standards. Vehicle's original manufacturer stated curb weight may not exceed 4,200 pounds. <laughs> Individual waivers may be granted. Just don't ask about Peterbilt's, Zamboni's, sidecars, or golf carts again. We already said no. <laughs> Dude, this is nuts. So the, all those cars were under $500 prepared. Some of, them I, wow. some of them I feel like I have a hard time believing that. Yeah. Right. Like I see that Odyssey well, that's down there. Gotta, like, yep, for sure. And they, then, they've got to have... You know, maybe they had a lot of the parts themselves yeah. already. And I'm I think with I, I think I've listened to another um podcast on something or watched a video on this. Yeah. Um the five hundred dollars does not include safety equipment, I think. Mm, that makes sense. So like five hundred dollars oh. is for the car prepared. You'd be there in just personal gear. I mean yeah. seat. So like the <laughs> the seats because everyone's got roll cages. Like a decent roll cage is probably gonna run you more than five hundred bucks. Yeah, for sure. So I think the safety equipment is not included in that because they're like, okay. Hey, bring your real crappy car. Dude, check out this two door. Cherokee. I know that that's what I'm so cool. That's what I'm looking at right now. I oh. actually really like it. What about the 77 rolls with the Viper engine? <laughs> what? It has a Viper How did they prepare that for under 500 what? bucks? Yeah, look at it. I gotta find that one out. Where is that on the list? Uh, oh, is it the rusty cars. one, the white one? All right, yeah, why don't number we... 789. You went farther than I, did. I think I went further down. Yeah, well, yeah, past Whoa. the four. Wait, what? Yeah, and then right below that, it has the uh, hood off with the Viper engine. How? What? Okay. How they prepare that for five hundred bucks? Put that down as a dream build. Which is all good. Here we go. The whole thing came off remarkably and is assembled with care and precision, almost never seen in lemons. Does it stretch the five hundred dollar limit? Yeah, probably a bit. Does anyone care? Not anyone who matters. (laughs) It's singularly the wildest build we've seen in years. Oh boy! And the ripping V10 still hucked a connecting rod out of the block after three laps. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Why don't we go through this right. whole article? Let's save the video, or the pictures of the cars that we like the most. So we can put those up on our Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. I like it. We'll put those I like up, that. The craziest ones we saw in here. And I think we should seriously consider getting into something like this because $500 budget, we can all swing that. Like that would be really fun to build one of those. Yeah. Like just the, we all put 125 bucks in and we're there. There you go. Just for the comedic value of building one of these. Yeah. And we can do like a vlog video or something yes. like that and put it up yes. of us sure racing this thing. Erect something or other. Dude, just... we can put that engine that you have in it. Yeah. yeah. You got the M20. Dude, we'll finally do a cheap eBay turbo build on it. Oh, I've been wanting to do that so bad. And then our goal for the dude, our goal for the race just is just to blow it and the see turbo. how long it lasts. <laughs> well, we talked about too. <laughs> we just have a like, just have like five gear. backup turbos, like $50 turbos. Yeah. <laughs> 
like each lap it blows. We just put quick disconnects on them. We're like, we knew it was going to do that. We need fuel. We need a new turbo. Dude, hot swappable turbos. That'd be so cool. Have you guys seen speak? What'd you just say? A hot swappable turbo. That would burn your hands. Do you know what hot swappable means? No, I'm not sure. Oh, so like hot swappable. That's oh, that's funny. That's like a tech like a pc world thing hot oh, so like basically not, is uh, like like servers have hot swappable fans so like if a fan dies instead of powering down the server you just hit a you hit a switch it disconnects the fan you can just slide a new fan in oh okay so it's called hot swappable in the raid system yeah exactly yeah. so gotcha. you don't have to shut it oh, down so you're talking about swapping so, the turbo while it's running yeah so what you do is you do a little <laughs> so flap same comment to cut off too the vacuum yeah. and then just unbolt it pop it pop it back in and then open the flaps yeah we don't need our did fingertips you, yeah did you guys <laughs> some dude did that not too long ago didn't he he like Put it, he got his hand either sucked in or he like purposely like tried to stop the turbo from spinning like after testing something no. on an yeah. engine. Oh, and he just boy. like, like just like do it and then it was like, oh, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It just ate his fingers. Um, Have you guys, okay. I'll find nope. the video. Maybe we'll talk about it later. But there's a video of the uh, the Quattro team back in the day. I think it was like in the 80s or 90s. Um, They were doing some super long race and they had to swap out a transaxle on like one of their, it's like an Audi 5000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they literally pulled over on the side of the road like after racing this car, it was like a long road rally and they pulled over on the side of the road and like their Volkswagen bus came up behind them with all the parts and they just pulled out a new transaxle, jacked the thing up on the side of the road and changed it in like five minutes. Like you can oh watch the cow. whole thing like in a short period yeah. of time. And I saved it on Facebook. I'll Let's find post it that up when it. we find it too. It was insane because I'm like, like they have all these, they're wearing guards and stuff so they don't burn themselves on the exhaust, but it's crazy. Let's open up the um, next Franken build. Yeah, hold on. I, gotta, I, I just got to say, I have to say this one. <laughs> the Scuderia Fartari. <laughs> 97 <laughs> Nissan 200 SX with a Porsche 928 front end with Ferrari whoa, badges whoa, on whoa, it. Whoa, whoa. Dude, whoa. those side scoops. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is the dumbest thing. Yeah, well, it's let's share the link and then let's ask. I want to know what everybody else thinks is the most ridiculous yeah. one. Too. Yeah, send us your yeah. most ridiculous one. Yeah, or or cool. have you seen? I, this is only one year of the. Yeah, they have a lemons, right? They have like their. Um, like portfolio stuff up top you can go ah, through we'll have to go. check it out that's so good but so guys open up really that funny. instagram link i just posted in there it is um just posted 13, it's you? from 1320 <laughs> this thing still trips me out every so, time i look at it it's a what kind of truck is it is it a f100 or f150 f150 or something like that? looks like so they yeah. somehow and i don't know if it's this is as simple as just picking up the body and spinning it around and putting it back down and spinning the dash around and stuff but literally That's so nuts saturdays are for the burnouts i love the flag i know i saw that <laughs> they literally have the truck bed the, the whole truck's backwards the truck is backwards the engine is in the truck bed and radiator sticking up there the radiator sticking up there <laughs> and like the, the dashboard's in the back of the cab yeah the so the the seats are flipped around so your windshield is actually right behind you here <laughs> you're driving so backwards weird. i really want to first of all see this and then i'd really love to drive it because it's got to be so trippy yeah. at least see yeah. it driving mm-hmm. it's got to be crazy well because think about how far back you're like normally you're way in the front right. of the truck and you have to do that like really long well, it looks like it might be a short bed and the wheelbase is kind of even as far as where you would actually you think so yeah how is on earth and it would have to wait be. oh i mean see the little bit of a dash extension oh no i get what there. you're saying yep it's but, uh, it'd be a little different you're but, sitting so far towards the back of it, though. Not really, though. Yeah, you are. You're sitting compared much to where you normally are in a truck. Be. You're not centered at all in a, in the truck normally. If it was where well, you I know, were, but I'm saying compared yeah, to like most trucks. You're no, forward, but where you would be in the truck would be forward. like sitting at yeah. the end of the bed. 
Like if you sat at the end of the bed against the cab, that's like where you'd normally be in a truck, and mm-hmm. you're like another like three four feet back. So your back would be close to center. Oh, right. I get what you're saying. Now, yeah. now it's way closer to the rear wheels. Yeah, the new rear what wheels. Feel like <laughs> what would that even compare to? It's what would, be, what would everyone else's what? reaction be to that driving? True. <laughs> this highway. guy driving back. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's fa- well, <laughs> I go to the hospital. <laughs> you call the cops. This yeah. guy. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think I'm having right. a stroke. Um, real quick. Okay, so that after this will happen to the used car thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw those <laughs> arrow lights. Oh, pop ups you can purchase for the top of your truck. <laughs> That'd be great on like the top of a hardtop Miata. They look like yeah. old 924 pop-ups, pop-up, pop-ups. Like. Yes. Again, sad to say, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sweet. It's kind of cool. Kind of sweet. If someone can send us where to find these, I would love to buy a pair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For, for your real. truck? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll put <laughs> yeah. that so in the cool. truck. That'd be so when cool. When you think about it, like everybody puts the covers in the front of the lights anyway, so they don't get like yeah. rock chips and stuff normally. Mm-hmm. Like for trail yeah. lights, guys do that on Jeeps all the time. So this is yep. kind of a genius. Like they're they're hidden and then they pop up. Yep. Imagine doing it with like LED pods now because it would be such a small. Yeah. Like you could have just an array that just hides and then pops up. Like that's got to be. All a right, thing. I'm gonna do a read on this on the ad. Or you could use my gets oh, you and your mini truck slash sport utility or minivan down the road in style, aerodynamic shape, halogen lights, and proven motor for dependable performance. <laughs> What's a aero light? It's a spoiler by day. It's a light bar by night. It's patented. <laughs> And keeps its lights You're hidden this and up. protected when not in use. So what are you waiting for? Available <laughs> at finer dealers everywhere. <laughs> Full size pickup model now available. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I do. I love spoiler by day, light bar by night. <laughs> Why didn't they call it spoiler light? <laughs> I think I like arrow light. I guess yeah, that works. Cool. Yeah, I'm sure spoiler light was in one of the. <laughs> Spoiler bright. I'm sure that yeah. was spoiler bright. Oh, oh it's should the we... spoiler bright arrow light? I'm sure the patent is expired. Should we make our own line of products called the spoiler bright? Oh man, that's really funny. But it was like a lip on the front of the car, and they just dipped on a little bit. Now that we have LEDs, yeah. and it's like a little LED yeah, yeah. light bar. I've seen Pretty some cool. guys have done that on 944s, where instead of the pop ups going all the way, they do like the sleepy eye thing, yeah. and then they have LED bars. They look yep. cool. I like That'd that. Be cool. Yeah. Okay, well that was fun. Frank and Build, we should go. We should do that regularly. That's good for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's a fun topic. Yeah, send those in if you guys got some. Yeah. You see some crazy stuff on anywhere, really. You see it at yeah. a car show, see it driving, or um, just see it online. You can send all of that stuff to thirdpedalpodcast at gmail dot com. Yes, that's the correct email, right? Yes. Yeah, there's yeah. Email. yeah, we'll check it and anything. Um, anything that's shared, we'll talk about it. On and the third episode. is spelled out T H R I D T H I R I D. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Google it first. <laughs> yeah, the same name as the podcast. It's that at Gmail. That at Gmail. Yeah, yep. There you go. Um, that, yep. 3RD. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And it's not the third pedal podcast. It's just, just third pedal, third pedal podcast yep. at gmail.com. You yep. said that. I just wanted to clarify. Yep. So we've all have uh, extensive experience <laughs> with uh, researching used cars, purchasing new cars. So uh, don't ask mom. <laughs> <laughs> the list is too long. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so next we're going to kind of talk about what, you know, tips and tricks we've learned along the way, some of the stuff that you've taught us to look out for, because um, there's been plenty of cars that I've been like, Dad, you don't understand. I got to buy this today. <laughs> and you're like, trust me, there's going to be another better one. And there always is. That was the best advice to shopping for yeah. for cars. And now I take that into anything Yeah, is mm-hmm. I just hear you in the back of my head like, it's not the last one. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. going to be another one. Right. All right. Like, don't. Yeah. Don't lose your mind and like need to buy this thing, yeah. which 
Uh, I don't know that we all followed that. <laughs> that first cars. I think we talked about that in the first episode. Like we all did not follow that. <laughs> all of the red flags that come up, right? And we're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Like I'm going to buy yeah, this took car. Me, like yeah. 27 cars to learn that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it comes with time, right? Yeah. So with that experience, we've all um... <laughs> awkward silence. Hey, you got your your chain little clampy things like hanging off. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that way. There you go. Yeah. Gotcha, you want to take it from there? Yeah, I can take it from there. Okay. Um, but yeah, with all of the purchasing lemons and overlooking issues and stuff and trying not to fall in love in the first place, like what, uh, like I'm in the used car market right now. I'm selling our wagon. Um, we're going to be getting like an SUV. Um, so there's like a lot of thoughts or like a lot of pieces as far as like figuring out what the next car should be looking up, like how reliable things are, things like that. Do you guys have any like go-tos or any like, um, like definite things that you need to do before purchasing a used car? Um, cause I know a lot of people kind of seem to just go into a dealer and like, they'll make a deal mm-hmm. that day. They kind of know they want an SUV. They'll let people talk them into whatever they want. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I obsess over like every detail on everything For and sure. I'll know every trim level at every model I'm interested yep. in. Yeah. And like, like I, it's not that that's healthy. I feel like I take it too far, but, um, <laughs> do you guys have any like go-tos, any, any needs that you guys have to do before purchasing a used car? What does that look like for you? Well, I'm the same way. So I'll do like <laughs> research on research on research and yep. find out exactly Exactly. Make, model, year range, trim level, color, like all of that stuff yep. that I want down. And then just find anywhere within like a 200 mile radius yep. that has something like that. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I like to find, especially buying from a dealer, I like to find at least like three or four who have a mm-hmm. similar thing in a similar price range. Yeah. Um, negotiations are a lot easier that way. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you know, the guy two miles that way has got the same car. Right. It's got 10,000 less miles. Right. And he's asking like roughly the same price. Mm-hmm. So what can you do for me? That kind of stuff. Um, and I found that's been helpful just knowing exactly what I want. Cause otherwise you're, like you said, you're just going to the dealership kind of blind. You're like, I, right. I know I want a car or I know I want an SUV. Right. And you kind of let them talk you into whatever. Yeah. Cause they're literally trained to get you to the next bracket. And yeah. they're like, right. That's what they're trying to do. So like, yeah, if you right. don't know, if you don't know what's important and they have like nice names for all the, you know, like the Subarus with the eyesight package and all this other stuff. And right. you're like, yeah, I don't want to hit a car and stuff. Like, right. <laughs> and like, so like, if you don't know, yeah, I totally agree. Like I've, I think I've learned the most on, cause like I've only, the, our Jetta is the newest thing that I've ever had. Everything else is mm-hmm. old. And I think the biggest thing I've learned is like, to try to figure out what the factory options were that I might want because it's way yeah. more expensive to put those in afterwards than it yeah, is totally. to buy something. Especially buying like, like oh, a 10-year plus older yeah. used car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, if there's some cool factory options or stuff like that that right. it's got, yeah, much cheaper to just buy them right. used yeah. like that with it already installed than right. trying to add it on. Right, yeah. and yeah. even though that makes the search harder because like I find that a lot where like, I mean, even like when I was, I was looking at your S6s and stuff again, and it was like, like I'd find one and I'm like, well, it doesn't really have the interior I want, but I guess I could find a black interior. Like it doesn't really have oh, this. And yeah, like, that's with that kind of game. stuff, it's like, that's yeah. It's like, you just got to wait and not get attached to that first one. Cause like you said, there's always going to be another one, but mm-hmm. I think that's hard. Yeah. Cause it's like, especially once you've done the research and then you find the car and it's not the car, but like you yeah. go and look at it and you're like, yeah. it's close though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I could get this one. And yeah. like, it's, it's a difficult. And there's like, you got to figure out too, what stuff you're willing to compromise on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know for my, for my Audi, for example, I wasn't willing to compromise on um, the the year range because mm-hmm. they're, they're very similar from 2015, 2017. They changed over like the facelift model, mm-hmm. had the new lights, new technology. CarPlay is one thing I wasn't willing to, to mm-hmm. compromise on. Older cars, like you, you swap that in, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not that hard to yeah. get swapped in. What what was that total? Like two, three hundred bucks? Yeah, it's like three something. 
So that's something to keep in mind too. If you're looking at, especially an older car, maybe more than 10 years old, yeah. probably not going to mm-hmm. have like the right. smart CarPlay, Android right. auto, stuff like that. Right. Um, but if it's got a regular radio, that stuff isn't all too expensive. And there's places like, like radio places, Best Buy, yeah. places like that, that will sell them to you and install them yeah. for pretty inexpensive. So you can get a, if you can get a good deal on something because mm-hmm. it doesn't have some of those special features, you might be able to add that stuff down right. the road. Maybe it won't add a ton of value, but might be easier to sell down the road if you're right. selling it then. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I will say CarPlay will change your life. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Sorry, yeah I, got, I got dad um, hooked on that. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. You don't have it right yet? <laughs> nope. Okay. Yeah. Yet, right? I think that's what I meant to say. No, I haven't allowed myself to do it yet because I don't want to get addicted to it quite yet because I can't afford it quite yet. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying you to don't want to dive too much into it if you're like, I really don't want to spend the money in this yet. Yeah. So, yeah, no, because then I know once it. I have it, I won't be able to live without it. Yeah. And uh, I'm just not at the spot where I can like just do that. And then it's got to go in every car. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what I'm trying to not do right now. Yeah. Yeah. I have enough expensive hobbies. Yeah. But, but you know, um, we'll throw a few more on there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get you. Yeah. Right. An important feature, too, is you, you mentioned this aftermarket car parts and, and yeah. especially radios and things. It's often, depending on where you think you might resell it or trade it, uh, it's actually more better for the car's value to have the stock, the factory stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. if you want CarPlay, you, you know, find some, find the factory CarPlay. Right. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll affect the value a lot, you know, quite sometimes, you know, totally. if you go yep. extreme and yeah. put some seriously, you know, high end equipment, right. in, obviously that could change, yeah. but yeah. In the, as far as highly customized and actually having value. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, you don't want to buy the, you know, put the, the cheap CarPlay thing yeah. in a, in a later model. Right, right. Yeah, there's a certain year range, right? You're talking about like a a 99 Civic Si that you want to put some 12s in the trunk, (laughs) (laughs) a big speaker system for. That might add some value because yeah, the stereo probably wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. But like, I think you're probably coming from your truck, right? Because yeah, I was going to say, like you said, less than 10 years old. Yeah, and they had the option. Yeah, it really. I think that's if you think you're going to go to a dealer in particular. The dealer is going to down value if you put aftermarket stuff in versus right. what was factory yep. available. Because totally. yeah. who knows how well you can solder, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> you right. mess up the wiring and stuff. Yeah. We've and all had messed up radios that well, think about in the dash, you know, things like right. that. It yeah, never, that's never was, quite looks right. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. how integrated. I mean, even we were talking about with yours because when you were putting the radio in your truck, the mm-hmm. new touchscreen, like that. It's like the air conditioning system and everything all in yeah. one. Like yeah, it's, it's not just there. a radio. You, yeah. You know, you, your dash bezel, new heating controls, new heating sensor to, right. to make that entire thing work. Right. New, new harness. You know, it's a, it's a really a yeah. more involved than just swapping a radio. Right. It's and, like a, some... and the controls for the vehicle, the options. Right. For uh, options for heat and, and yeah. options for the, you know, what the mirrors do and what the horn right. and everything does that actually right. go through the radio. So it's it's got to be got to be the factory radio. yeah there's a yeah. lot more yeah. and you you've always been really good at this because specifically I've, i think you've done with everything but with your truck um i mean you even did it with your corvette getting specific like wheels that were yeah like other corvette sport spec wheels um but from, on your from tr- the right year range yeah right but your truck you've always done stage. that like tried to find like oem parts or try to find the, the actual bolt like you didn't just get a muffler and figure out how to fix it in like you got the yeah. like the factory upgrade option or something premium for right. it right find out what what Mopar puts in it for performance yeah. and then go mm-hmm. find that part. You're not yeah. making like my zombie wagon. Right. <laughs> so when, like, when did you start doing that or what kind of made you switch to doing that? Or has this just always been the way that you've done it? Uh, no, I definitely was learned, you know, over the years. Um, and just that really just experience and, and, and having enough interactions with enough dealers in a, uh, in a larger, just, just that sheer volume of uh, experience and, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and finding out what they really value and, yeah. yeah, and going into it that way, you know, you mentioned tips about 
what you're going to go buy used. And, and that's a thought, you know, try to think beyond obviously budget yeah. and try to stick to that. Yeah. Um, you know, and not be disappointed, you know, find the first one. It's not quite right. Just wait. Mm -hmm. Um, like you said, yep. and, and, uh, and then, uh, but yeah, if you can't, you know, think about, is it, uh, is there some practicality to it or is this completely a fun vehicle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause you, you, you can do both some occasionally. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's going to be a dealer trade in ever that if that's a possibility, then think about those things. Like yeah. even the OEM radio bezel and stuff for the truck I kept. Yeah. So, you know, when you do go to trade it in, you can, you can hand it all over. Even when I did the Mopar uh, mud flaps that they made the nicer ramp mud flaps, I kept the original yeah. fender trims and things. So, gotcha. you know, that, that always helps with the value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know, and, and even if you sell it used or, or trade it in, you're just, yeah. you're, handing over all the OEM parts that the vehicle came with. Yeah. 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 I've always uh, done that. I have like the box of all the, the factory value. parts that got pulled off and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I'd say, I think one thing that no one said, and this probably comes from more of my experience of buying very, very cheap stuff that's used <laughs> is um, I think probably the thing I look out for the most is maintenance records. Totally. Some mm. sort of, if, if, if it's a, someone like an enthusiast who's selling the car, I usually do like a good amount of Facebook stalking to make sure that like they've mm -hmm. owned either that car before or showing them like doing a lot of work on the car or showing some sort of mm -hmm. knowledge of cars in general. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like I saw a dude a selling point. like an M3 for like 7,000. Okay. And, uh, but then as the car before that was like, uh, like a pretty old, really rough civic. Mm. And when I was trying to talk to him about the car, he just had like no clue what he was talking about. And I was like, Hey, for an mm -hmm. M3, yeah. That's gonna be a money pit. Those high maintenance cars, yeah, yeah. gotta take a lot yeah, of right. care of them. Especially yeah. the older, the older cars, because most of them are really high mileage. So then you have to make sure certain things are done. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like my E30, mm -hmm. I'm like genuinely pretty sure it's had two oil changes in its life when I bought it. Because mm -hmm. when I when I brought it to the shop and changed it, he's like, "Hey, when's the last time this had his oils changed?" I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "Yeah, it was a long time ago." Oh wow! He was like, "I'm blown away. You made it here." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh boy. Um, yeah, that's another that. Brings me to another point, too, I wanted to talk about. So for buying a, a used car, not from a dealer, private party, mm -hmm. whether it's mm -hmm. Facebook Marketplace or I, I really like Facebook Marketplace for, for like you said, the ability to kind of stalk the owner. Yeah. yeah. You can see like, <laughs> hey, like I saw one M3, E36 M3, and his cover photo was him doing a burnout <laughs> in the car. Like, so I know you didn't treat this car very nice. I mean, you can do burnouts here and there and stuff. But yeah. if that's like the main thing you're showing off, you're probably right beat yeah, this thing pretty yeah. hard so yeah, a little, a little one wheel burnout <laughs> yeah right so i i always ask them to don't don't drive the car before i get there mm -hmm. like at least for whatever eight hours before if it's their daily driver it's sometimes a little bit tough with setting up an appointment but mm -hmm. you know don't drive the car don't warm it up like yeah, you want to start it cold yeah i yep, want to hear yep. the cold start i want to like listen to the motor listen for any weird ticks bumps yep. like i know you taught us like the screwdriver trick right yeah you know, the cold the screwdriver if you are hearing an you engine know, noise use a rod or a Yep. Yep, to, yeah, yeah, to travel up, and you can listen a little bit further into the engine and hear any weird sounds. All, all cars have their like mm. ticks, and you know you mm -hmm. hear valve yep. ticks mm -hmm. and different stuff like that. But if there's a real, yeah, even the first time you get in a diesel and you're like, little... I think the whole engine's falling apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. that's it's weird, especially yeah. an older one. Mm -hmm. Um, another big piece is I think before you go look at the car, Google like like if you can find it on like Audi Zine, like the forum, or yeah. go to the forums and find a buyer's guide for your generation car because you've yeah, got yeah. owners yeah. who yep. say, hey. You know, whatever it is, this part went on in my car. This is what it sounded like before. Hey, if you're going to go pick up yeah. a car, if it's got over 100,000 miles, look for these things. Or a lot yeah, of yeah. guys, like, because on, on URS 6s and stuff, even like 
those all have like personally a high mileage car doesn't really scare me as long as it's above like 160 or so because i feel like everything that was gonna break did already right so you want to pass the point where right. the major stuff was but replaced. like in, yeah and like yeah. those 110s and stuff like you're getting close to like timing belt intervals and stuff like that yep. but, mm -hmm. but there's been a lot like when we were looking at our sport wagon there was a couple checks that they had people do um for the dsg transmission specifically to see because those are so picky on that like forty thousand mile interval yeah mm -hmm. um that you can check the car like carfax reports are kind of helpful but they don't really include a lot of those maintenance like usually you no, see up to the like 30k serviced yeah. yeah and that's it, it doesn't, it doesn't really detail it yeah. yeah so yeah you well, always want like an enthusiast who will say it but for sure looking up those intervals mm -hmm. from yeah. a from like a buyer's guide to say hey like do this to the steering wheel and try this on the column and look yep. underneath and pull on this rod and see. Yeah. They yep. give really good, really, really good advice right. as far as like what to look for when you're out there checking a car out. Yeah. yeah. Or generally. Carfax, though, just real quick, you yeah. know, you said the thing about you go to a dealer and then one dealer's got a car for 4,000 less than the next dealer. And right. It seems to be the same. Yeah. It's within 10,000 miles and whatnot, but the you, you kind of do get what you pay for. Yeah. Especially in later model things. And the Carfax is good for a lot of things really mm -hmm. i mean it's, and especially multiple owner yeah because it'll reveal yeah. you know this thing's had 10 owners why is that right. right and it will say you know if one of the owners was was a rental or leasing company mm -hmm. and so you know those are things mm -hmm. to look out mm -hmm. for too you don't want a, a, a rental that was beaten in california and now yeah. it's in the midwest for some reason yeah. and it's mm -hmm. those are typically four or five thousand cheaper right right because of that history yeah. so yep. um I think that's the break point. Like if we're talking about buying, like you were looking at those, uh, like the S8s and the S4s and stuff, like you definitely want to know, like an enthusiast has owned this for a while and you're buying Absolutely. private party. Yeah. You need them to like have, you need to like show up and see like stickers from some big names in like European maintenance. or you need to like yep. you know, yep. see, see some activity. You know, you saw them on the forums or whatever. You mentioned something about the S4 page and they're like, oh yeah, I'm on there too. And mm -hmm. like you want that level of comfort. If you're at a dealer, you totally want that. You want to see right. like this car's not been used for crazy stupid stuff. It hasn't bounced around. It's in a weird like accident report. They they right. will show you the Carfax because you should always get one if you're at a dealer. Like mm -hmm. there are a lot yeah. of those things to check for, but yeah. Or if it's private party, just like at least receipts or some sort of proof of maintenance yeah. to some of that stuff. Cause mm -hmm. like, especially with the S fours yeah. um, with their backwards V eights and the chains. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that was something I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. And then when I was looking at yeah. buying that car, um, I think you actually told me like, Hey, mm -hmm. make sure you're looking up like what are common problems? Cause in my mind, I was like, it's an engine. It goes like it, you know, it's basic maintenance. Like as long yeah. as there's oil change and stuff, but nothing else should be a problem. Yeah. Um, and then looking them up, you know, it turns out it's like, if you have a dealership replace that timing chain, it's five grand. Cause mm -hmm. they have to, Right, like disassemble yeah, pull the, engine. the entire front end, pull the yep. engine. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like I'd, I'd say probably my biggest tip for buying a used car is, at least the thing I do every time is as soon as I see, I always just look at cars. I just look at like what I want. So I usually just filter like all wheel drive, automatic, and then just hit go. Um. So right now my thing is as soon as I see a car that's like a brand that I'm not familiar with, the first thing I do is I go to Google. I search for that. I search for the car reliability, and then I open another tab and say the car, like the model year and everything, and then common problems. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I just look for everything to look out for. Keyword all recalls too. You look for yeah, yeah. Recalls, look for the factory yep. recalls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just always check for those things. Cause, and then you can ask the sellers about that stuff too. Because like, exactly. Hey, I know these have common problems with their timing mm -hmm. chains going down. Yep. When's the last time you changed timing right. chain yep. and stuff yep. like that? And yeah. What. And then you'll you'll reveal what a what they know about the car and oh, exactly. if they've actually done that stuff. They're like, oh, mm -hmm. timing chains. I don't know that was an issue. Yep, maybe red flag. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I usually I'll almost mm -hmm. always open with that. Like with every S four I've reached out for, I always open with if it's around hundred thousand miles. I always open with, 
hey, what's the timing chain replaced yet? And then I've had a couple guys replace, reply, what's the timing chain? And I'm like, ha, whoa, not buying that. <laughs> right. That's when you send your little ball. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you a grant. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I think mm-hmm. it's important to, like, when you're buying a used car, like, you're, like, I bought my wagon knowing that it had not had the recent DSG service. It was mm-hmm. a piece of negotiation. But I knew, yeah. like, there are certain things too when you're buying used cars, like, it's not going to have everything. Like, you're, right. you're going to have to do some of it. It's just kind of deciding, it's going into the, it's going into the process educated enough to know. Like right. I'm willing to do these things. Like it's had the timing chain done. I know it hasn't had brakes in a while. It needs that. I know the tires are kind of getting old. Those I'm willing to bite off, but like mm-hmm. this, I'm not, or like you're willing to do the timing chain thing and you're looking for a bigger project. It's just like being aware of that kind of stuff going into it. Yeah, yeah. And being aware of what your limits are on your own too. Cause I think Absolutely. we've all bitten off more than we can chew as far as projects <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, exactly <laughs> so if that. it's like, yeah. oh, I hasn't had the oil changed in a while, like the brake pads probably need to be done. Yeah. That's a pretty beginner yeah. project to do. Changing yeah. the oil Even like brake, brake lines and stuff. stuff. Not too bad. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. If you're talking timing chains or like bigger, like spark plug stuff, that stuff's pretty easy. It's kind of got a uh, rod knock. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Rebuild mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think we've all been at the spot where we've seen a car we loved. And we're like, oh, the engine's knocking. And then we've all had that thought of like, I wonder, like, replacing an engine can't be that right. hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've all, yeah, we've all Googled bad. like replacing the rod yeah. bearings well, on like whatever my, we were looking for. My E30, like when I bought that, that was the four cylinder. And yeah. so I found the six cylinder yeah. and bought it because in, in my mind, I'm like, how, like, what? It's just yeah. an engine. Well, it's like, even a factory thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, you'll just swap it. Right? Yeah, no. Yeah. And then that engine never got finished and the car never saw it. So, like, yeah. Yeah, it's. I think a lot of it's true. Like being, you have to be able to be like brutally honest with yourself, and that kind of yeah. comes with time. Yeah. But totally. yeah, it's like yeah. you you kind of learn that as you go. Yeah, I think that's a big Another that's, thing that comes with more experience. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly. a good point. Your like, limits. Yeah, like you will. Like we teased yeah. about the guy. He's probably underneath his BMW working on it like during one of the episodes at the right. end. Um, <laughs> but like that, you're gonna get to that point. Like you're gonna mm-hmm. get where you are and over your head with the car. Like I felt, I felt that way with a few different cars. But like where it's like, man, I don't know. I definitely bit off more than I can chew, but just that's just ammo for the next time you buy something. Totally, mm-hmm. you just have yeah. the next layer of like, oh, I didn't really think about that before, so now I really want to. Or you know, you buy a car and you're like, I really wish I would have gotten this option. It's like, all right, the next time you purchase something, you're gonna be yeah. that much more careful. But for sure, it definitely comes with time. Yeah, yep. or mm-hmm. even being realistic with if you are getting like a project, um, be realistic with yourself about how long it's gonna take for you to finish it. And budget. because like, yeah, and because budget. like with the truck yep. was something that like I got the truck and I was like, dude, end of summer, this thing's gonna be pristine. How many years ago was that? Uh, two years. <laughs> yeah. And so like now, like I started getting super overwhelmed and started being like, man, I don't know if maybe I should just sell this. Like, just like, you know, don't worry about it. But now I'm just like, you know what? Like it's, it's, it's a family truck. It's a really cool truck. I really like it. I have a cool idea of where I want it to get to, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just yeah. realizing now, like I can't do that to myself where I think I have to have this done in a year. Yeah. Um, sometimes that's motivating. Cause if you have a car sitting there like five, six years and you still haven't touched it, maybe yeah. think about yeah. it. Yeah. But like I've done little stuff here and there. So I'm just realizing I'm just going to take my time. I'm going to yeah. enjoy it. Not stress about it. Like I'm going to truly do like, this is supposed to be like a hobby truck. So I'm yeah. going to treat it like a totally. hobby. I'm yeah. There's a big difference between it. a secondary car like that. That's for fun. Yeah. Like, Hey, I got to get to work. Right. If it's your daily yeah. driver, yeah. that's I think yeah. more what we're talking about along the lines of I, I guess it goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. But if especially if you're looking for a daily driver, like something you need to depend on, especially if it's like for you and your family. Right. Like mm-hmm. do the, yeah. be super thorough, do those checks. Right. Um, and we're saying that because we haven't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so learn from we, our mistakes. We, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um that can be super helpful for making sure you can can get around because we've all been yes. stuck on the side of the road like not sure uh-huh. um, what fluid that is and where yep. it's coming from. Yep. And also where to fix it. <laughs> so, yes. dude, I just remember uh, going, I think we were going to college that one day. We were riding in your Volkswagen. It was like after it jumped. 
and it was like skipping really bad or was missing on a cylinder <laughs> or something. Right. And you were running, and I was like, dude, what is going on with your car? You're like, it's fine. And you like didn't even look at me, you're just driving, you're like, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, what's yeah, going on? You're like, it's been doing it for a while, it's fine. I don't yeah, know what's going on. Come, come yeah. back to that jumped story later or something. Yeah, we'll have to talk. I don't think we've I talked talk about, about that in the right We breezed over <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 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 We're already, we're at an hour already. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, why don't we cut it here? Yeah, we had some cool, we were going to talk a little bit about that Ferrari Lotus thing that I sent over yeah. via text that I was making fun of, but it's actually like quite Insane. legit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's some pretty cool like car news things we wanted to thought, John, but uh, I guess we'll get it at. We'll yeah, let's at open that episode. in the next one. Talk yeah, about some it. car news. There's some pretty cool stuff coming yeah. up that we want to share. Cool. So yeah, those are our tips and tricks for buying a used car. Um, hopefully you guys got a little smidget of some advice out of this smidget? and something that'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a ginch. Um, <laughs> What's the main point? Be patient. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, guys, thanks for watching this week's episode of the Third Pedal Podcast. Please like, share with a friend and subscribe. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or if you'd like the full form podcast, you can watch us here on YouTube or listen on Apple or Spotify. Thanks again, and we will see you guys on next week's episode.